0: Welcome to episode number seven of the Midwest Angler Podcast. I'm Matt Dage, and I'm joined as always by Scott Sturman. Scott, how's it going? Not too bad. How are you, Matt? Oh, not too bad. Uh, big week for you last week. Oh, yeah. Out man. on the honeymoon. The honeymoon. How was the cruise?
1: It was pretty good. Pretty good. We took off out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. We went to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, Nassau, Bahamas, and ended up in Miami. So, yeah, nice. it, it was good. Good weather the whole entire time no complaints a lot of food yeah well you gotta have that buffet busted every day that's right shut it
0: down <laughs> multiple plates
1: yep, doing what i do best
0: did you uh, see anything cool any fishing adventures out there anything like that
1: you know i we on the on the ship the one day me and kayla went down to book excursions and there was a couple fishing trips on there we started inquiring about it there was five spots left and i was like oh yeah this is gonna be great and uh right as we were talking with them it went down to only one spot kayla said yeah go ahead and i wasn't gonna leave her on the ship i wasn't gonna leave her in the dominican republic by herself so (laughs) so, uh, no better not so yeah yeah. probably
0: better probably good call
1: It, it was pretty windy down there the whole entire time the the temperature was good but it was pretty windy pretty big waves i don't yeah. know if i would have wanted to be out there on a little boat but
0: what kind of fishing trip like what kind of fishing excursion would have it have been
1: uh well they said know? that they said that you could catch mahi mahi oh, okay uh that type of stuff it didn't really go into big detail yeah. i guess personally i didn't really care what we were catching you as know long as long as we were catching yeah we did in in punta Cana. we did go to this nature preserve and we hiked through the rainforest there and we got to these freshwater lagoons and there was tilapia in the in the lagoons i saw those
0: pictures that you sent that was pretty cool
1: crystal clear water and yeah 12 foot deep you could look right down see them I didn't. I didn't realize they were tilapia, but our taxi driver actually ended up walking along with us. He couldn't speak any English really at all, but he said tilapia. I was like, hey, I understand hey, you got that. that so. one.
0: I know. I know you're speaking my language now, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, fishing is the uh, universal language. Well, that's right. You probably thought they were just monster bluegills because well, they kind of look pretty similar to a do. bluegill. They <laughs> do. They do
1: kind of look like a bluegill. They're, I mean, they had a pretty wide head on them, but yeah, they really taper down pretty fast. To, neat looking fish they really didn't move a whole lot all the ponds that we got went to there was like 12 20 you know in a school and we saw some turtles so that was cool but yeah that that was about it as far as fishing went
0: yeah imagine if you could have got a picture with one of those and you could have said oh yeah i caught this
1: bluegill in okaboji <laughs> i i you know as we were sitting there it was just like golly In this crystal clear water to sight fish these you know if i had a little check eye jig
0: yeah there you go with think, that there you go with that sight fishing stuff i think again, I, I think pl- i could have hammered them. water yeah if anybody could have, you could have with that check-eye jig. I, I would have tried. We should have some here so we can show it to the camera over there. I think we there. do. So, I think I've
1: got a bag over there full of but, check-eye jigs. Well,
0: maybe we'll have to send our camera person, uh, Aubrey, you know, after him the, today. The
1: old tech crew over here.
0: Yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. But, no, yeah, pretty good trip then. Yeah. Yeah, nice it was good. pretty quiet. We went up We went up to the cities this weekend, went to a wild game, which they looked terrible. But So, didn't get much fishing in, but... Lake Pahoya had their little uh, kids clinic this weekend and it yep. sounded like it was a pretty good turnout. I think they had 47 adults that brought 77 kids. So, it's always nice to see and yep,
1: yep. my coworker, my neighbor Jeremy, uh, went over there. He said it said it was a good time. A little cold. They they didn't bring they didn't bring a shack over there, but yeah, they said it was a good time. I I borrowed on my vexlars and I think they thought it was pretty cool just to be able to see those fish come off the come off yeah. the bottom like that
0: and you know i know i talked to some kids at school and some parents at school who i work with and they said that their kids thought it was really neat uh it was kind of fun yesterday at recess duty i was out there with three kindergarten girls and we were all talking ice fishing <laughs> and it, it was it was funny because the one was talking how frustrating it was because they had the camera down there and the jig would, or the sunfish would come up to the jig and it would just taste it it wouldn't bite it it just licked the jig and and then the one time it just grabbed the front of the jig not the part where the hook is and i'm like i know exactly what you're talking about i go isn't that just so frustrating and they're like
1: it was the struggle
0: is real (laughs) so yeah it's always fun to talk to those guys about it and i think the biggest bluegill that was caught over there was like nine inches nice and, nice bluegills i mean it sounded like they caught a lot of fish i mean better than some years in the past oh, yeah. where we went over there and nobody's caught a fish all day long yeah
1: that and, and they moved it to the evening this yeah, year and which that's, was that's I always think was been a big the best thing. bite over there
0: yeah so you know that was going on looks like the lakes still fishes fishing was pretty good over in yeah, that area they had a big tournament things. over there for yeah. the
1: north american ice fishing circuit or whatever it is and uh bluegills and crappies was the target species sounded like everyone did pretty good on that
0: yeah it seemed like it seemed like they had a good turnout for it and always some cool pictures it's always nice to have that social media just to kind of keep up with those things oh, yeah. and get the yep. reports looks like the perch bite on Spirit Lake is still going good but you you really got to sort you got to move to find the big ones and you know yeah we'll talk about like the social media thing here in a little bit but i saw a lot of people talking about how A lot of it seems like a lot of guys are keeping a lot of small ones and stuff, and
1: you know, it's just, it's one of those things. You know, it's hard, you know, when, especially after you've been up to South Dakota and caught some of those tanks up there, to come back to, to Northwest Iowa and to catch what is considered a nice perch around here. You know, it's just not the same i don't know how big the perch are that they're keeping over there seven eight inches something like that i think are the ones that people think, are maybe frowning upon but yeah uh,
0: i think a good standard a lot of times i think people say you know nine and above when it comes to a perch is probably one of the better yep, keeper and, size fish yep. there are but i mean I, until they put slot limits in on them and length limits and stuff like that i mean to each their own i mean if they what is it, 25 they can keep or is it for perch, is it more than that?
1: I I don't even know what the limit is on perch. I guess I've never gotten yeah, such really a mess of perch over Target there that, them
0: a whole lot when we're over yeah, there.
1: Yeah, like, like I said, after you've been to South Dakota and caught the big perch up there, it's hard to come back here and really target perch.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've caught them before an open water when we're trolling for walleyes over at silver lake i mean you you'll over. catch a 12 or 13 inch perch those no, are some footballs I mean, over there i mean we're sitting there thinking wow you know we're like yeah holy bucks that's a monster perch don't lose this one and you know like you said and then also we go out to south dakota and oh yeah that's a 13 inch perch yeah that's that's cool
1: yep exactly <laughs> and it's
0: just the way they're you know it's just different food base over there and different forage so that's why they kind of grow
1: bigger i I really, to me, it would seem, you know, they, they say like West Okoboji isn't the right type of water to support those freshwater shrimp up there. But a, a lake like Spirit Lake would seem to me like, you know, that's really kind of similar to a Lake Ponset, isn't it? Yeah, I, I you Nice. Know, you say it, it, it they kind of do lay out similar and stuff like that. and Big lake never gets so super deep. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what, freshwater shrimp need in order to survive but yeah golly that i mean i'm not going to take a five gallon bucket full of <laughs> and dump them in there i'm not going to be the one we'll just make sure i'm not that, with but, you when you do that right yeah
0: i guess we just have to ask a, we'll have to get in touch with the biologist and see what their thoughts are on it yeah you know, because I it I be was interesting a couple. to know yep. yeah yeah last you know on our last episode episode six, we kind of put out there when we were doing it that night if anybody had any questions for us and anything like that, and we actually had a couple people ask us a couple of good questions online uh we had uh Blair Wilson ask us one and Brady Grafen. blair asked uh what's the fish you'd like uh on your wall the most like if like what's that one fish it's like, oh yeah, if I ever catch that one it it's going on the wall
1: i I really think. You know, probably both of us are about the same, you know, 30-inch, 10-pound walleye. Yeah. You know, 30 and above, 10 and above. You know, after Ramsey caught that 26, boy, just seeing that, I I don't know if I would need 30. (laughs) I I really don't. I'm not saying, I don't know that I would do 26, but if I caught a tanker 28, you know especially through the ice yeah well my dad
0: caught one the one year through the ice that was like 29 inches and it weighed like nine and a half pounds let it go yeah we it's not on the wall
1: so yeah
0: that was funny that's another one of them fish stories where we're that was up on uh thompson lake thompson in south dakota and it's kind of the middle of the night and oh jig and joe had kind of drifted (laughs) off to a, a nice sleep and we were all kind of out and about and i I'm walking over there to see if everything's all right. Cause we haven't heard from him for a while and figured he was sleeping. And I get in there and I open up the door and he's sitting there with one rod in his hand and all the other rods like up in the air that he has. And his eyes are like that big staring at me. And he's got this walleye pinned against the, the hole. And he's just looking at me like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so, so he had fallen asleep and obviously it got on the line and it had wrapped itself around all the other lines. And somehow he finagled it up there, and it I think it had come off. No, it was still on one of the lines. So I said, I'm just going to open up the door and just throw it out here. So I opened up the door, and here comes that 29-inch walleye trailed by a few rods right behind it too. So Wow. That... Yeah, that was kind of a fun, you know, we didn't catch a lot of fish that weekend, but when you catch something like that, it really makes it Oh yeah. memorable.
1: Yeah. No, I, I would have to say that mine would be 30-inch walleye. 30, you know, that would be my.
0: Now, would you get a skin mount or would you go replica route? That's always the big thing now too. The question is, it's like everybody's always kind of like, would you go replica, or would you do the skin mount? Now, for people that don't know the difference between two of the skin mount is you keep the actual fish and you know you take care, put it in the freezer and all that, and bring it to the taxidermist and they use that fish for the mount on the wall. With the replica, you take measurements, take pictures. And all that stuff, and you bring it to the, you know, all those to the tachydermist with the pictures, and he, you know, makes a mold. There's, they have all kinds of molds for them, and then they kind of paint it to match the picture. And some of them replica, I mean, those replicas, oh, they yeah. get spot on with those fish. Oh, very good. And very then the, good. Then the fish, you know, you get to release it. For someone else to prob co- possibly catch, or for spawning reasons and stuff like
1: that. The sad part is just the cost difference on them. It's replicas. a huge cost difference, and you know, especially when you're, you know, a lot. Of, for for those of you that don't know, in the taxidermy world, you pay per inch on on your mount, and you know, when you're dealing with a thirty inch fish, yeah, a difference of five dollars, that 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 adds up in a hurry, and I boy i I don't know you know there there's a really cool part about letting a fish like that go Mm -hmm. and and i I like that i I don't know i don't know
0: you know the one nice thing about it too i mean there's something to say you know that's the fish right up on your wall when you do a skin mouth that's the one i actually call it but now you know with those replicas they stay so nice i mean they don't Yep. You know, the fins don't chip. Never age. Yep. I mean, they don't really fade much from what I see.
1: Yep. And yeah, they've
0: mastered it now. Yeah.
1: You know, it. I, I take so, it you would do
0: a replica? You know me. I'm I'm a big replica guy. I'm a big catch and release guy, so I'd probably let it go. Yep. And then get the replica made, pay that extra yep. money. Because it still would probably be about the same price or even cheaper than my wife's deer mount that she got this last <laughs> year. So.
1: Yep. yep. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you'd have mounted it too if you'd have shot it. Oh, I know I would have. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, you know everybody's got kind of like their different guidelines for different fish. Yeah, you know, like oh, you know, if I catch a fish this big, it's gonna go in a wall. Like you know, if I caught a smallmouth bass over six pounds, you know,
1: I would probably get a replica made of it. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a taxidermy guy. I I just I really love it. You know, as as you can see for those of you watching the videos behind. Got a bear mount, got a, a coyote fur and got, got a deer there on the wall. I think that might be in the frame, you know, a Northern, a big bass, a walleye, I'd, they look pretty cool down here. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'd i probably do about anything, really.
0: That's why we need to, anybody out there want to be friends that's a taxidermist, if you're a good taxidermist, give us a call. Come <laughs> hang out with us. Give yep. us a discount.
1: Yep. Friends discount. We'll, we'll keep you busy. Yep.
0: We've talked about trying to get Ramsey to learn how to do taxidermy, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. We get a lot of Texas looking things up <laughs> up here. Who knows how it would turn out. Yep. But yeah, I mean that was a pretty I like that question. It kind of gets you thinking yep. and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, I think the next one's from Brady Grafing, and he said if you could go fishing with anyone alive or dead, who would it be?
1: Well, I think I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit before, but if it was ice fishing, I would definitely say it's got to be Dave Gens. You know, there, there's no significance to that. You know, I mean, it's not like, oh, he's an old buddy of mine. Just, you know, Dave Gens, the godfather of ice fishing. I would just like to be able to say, yeah, I, I hit the ice with him. You know, I, I feel like, you know, a guy with that much knowledge just to, you know, probably sit and have coffee with him for two hours. You would learn more in that two hours, you know, and and he's an old guy you know they they're smart they you know oh yeah it's always I, fun just to sit back and listen to him talk yep but as far as uh, an open water trip i would definitely say my two grandpas i'd i'd enjoy going with them up like on a canada trip my my grandpa used to go on canada trips and he would talk about making blueberry pancakes in the morning and, and like the fresh
0: blueberries that they oh, picked yeah, up yeah. there I oh mean, yeah
1: the fresh ones and i just think that would be a riot just to get up there uh, my grandpa Sturman, he, he's not much of a talker, was, wasn't much of a talker. He, he passed away a few years ago, but, uh, you know, I, I think, and, and if I could have my brother and my dad along too, you know, I, I just think that we would have a really good time up there and, you know, get everyone relaxing, catching fish. The, yeah. That's what it's all about. Hey, just the memories you make, and, yep. you know, and the fish are just a bonus. Like yeah. We've always right, talked about right, before. Yeah, I, yeah it's I, about I, the adventure yep exactly how about you
0: uh you know like i said before anytime i get to go fishing with my grandpa Deitch, it's it's always a fun time i mean he's i mean just the i'd be ridiculous to know the amount of fish that he's caught in his lifetime yeah. i mean the guy can catch him no matter where we go no matter what we're fishing it's just like oh okay i didn't even realize that fish was in this lake and oh yeah i caught like five or six of them it's like oh okay uh you know la- a couple years ago My brother, Brant, and I, we got Grandpa out in my boat and went over to Silver Lake and did some trolling. And it was just just fun kind of watching the different techniques and stuff. I mean, he whooped us. We were just trolling. We had our rods in the rod holders, and he hated not having that fishing rod in his hand because, you know, just the feel for it. And he... He definitely outfished us just really? because he. I mean, he could feel that hit and knew what to do. And
1: well, Brant's not that good. A well, Brant's not. I mean, no. that's pretty easy outfish Brant.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. we just brought him
1: along, just you know, just entertainment, someone to pick on. Yeah, you know, if you don't have Ramsey, you might as well have Brant. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'd have to. You know, my
0: grandpa. We have. I have a lot of good memories and trips that we've done in the past. We always used to go down to Okaboji and on new year's day and go ice fishing down there and i can remember driving up to different lakes and we'd us boys would ride in the back end of his truck in the topper you know he had a cushion with a tube with a piece of plywood back there and we ride back there the whole way now now if that would happen people would get pulled pulled over over and and child child endangerment endangerment and all this stuff but i mean we'd ride three or four hours in the back and not think anything of it you know so yeah that would probably be who i would say Yep right there no good call yeah now you know we said we were going to talk a little touch base on like you know the big thing now is like with social media and with the fishing world and everything like that and the impact both positive and negative yep yeah i mean it, it, it goes there's good things about social media and fishing and there's bad things um you know all of a sudden people are getting on a hot bite and they're taking pictures and a lot of people get really upset about that and are just like, oh, don't be shanty, you're going to ruin the spot and stuff like that. What do you think about those? What do you think about that? What's your take on social media with, like, the fishing world now and the effect it's had on it?
1: You know me. I'm, I'm a, I am am i post a lot of pictures on Facebook. We're both
0: on social media a lot.
1: Yep. I'm not afraid to tell somebody where I was fishing. You know, for me... I think about bluegill fishing or yellow bass fishing over on Okaboji. I don't care if I went and told it on the mountain, you know, my exact coordinates, exactly what I'm catching on on what I'm on what I'm using for bait. I don't think that you'd ever outfish some or you know, over overfish a lake like that. You know, the yellow bass, they reproduce so fast. There's so many of them over there. Bluegills You know, you look at at Miller's Bay, how many bluegills must get pulled out of there on a good weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a crazy number. But the thing about it is, you know, I I could post all that. The next day you could go there, and it just might not be working.
0: You know, you say something like that, and uh, I don't know if you've been watching some of these angling buzz videos that they put out on YouTube. uh, And they talk to all these pros. Like Jason Mitchell, Dave oh, Gans. Oh, yep, you, yep, yep. I know been, what you're talking about. And they were talking. They're talk, They covered this subject a little bit on there, and it was interesting to see. You know, one of them says, "I don't know if it was Jason Mitchell or if it was Dave Gann. I can't remember who it was." But they said, "Usually, you know, when you find out the information on social media, you're it's, a Dave it's old. It's old information, exactly. So it goes along exactly with you, what you said there. I mean, just because I caught him here today." doesn't mean somebody's going to go back over there and it's going to be they're going to jump in the bucket
1: when we've had that I mean we've had it plenty of times I, I just for instance I'm thinking last year when I went up with those guys up to Lake Ponset we hammered the perch one day we went back to the exact same spot exact same spot the next day I mean I drilled a hole right next to where I I literally caught 75 perch the day before and it just wasn't the same. Yeah. You know, you you have that same thing over at Okaboji. The fish might still be there, maybe you know, with different pressure systems or whatever plays a factor into that, they just might not be biting as well as what they were the day before. I personally don't think it's an issue, you know. I I know that there's a lot of people that'll disagree with me. You see it a lot with one of the bait shops over at Okaboji that they post a lot of pictures and, and information on their facebook page and i know a lot of people get really upset that that they're posting that type of information i i don't personally think it's a big deal
0: well no and because you know you got to look at it from their point of view they want to you know show how well the fish are biting over there
1: right because it's a that's business. their business exactly. i mean it's just
0: like they want you to they got to figure out how to get people into the store i mean they're a lot of times if you they're not going to give you everything online they'll just say you know oh yeah you know we're catching them and stuff like that for like you know in-depth you know information stop into the shop right and right. then you know and they try i think to the best of their ability to put people in the right direction but i think some people sometimes get in their mind like i'm gonna to go to that bait shop and i'm gonna you know buy some bait there or Spend some money there, and they're going to have to. They need to tell me exactly where to go and what everybody's using. And right. so it, it's like it, no, they're going to put you in the general direction. Right. It's not you a guide st- service. Still, yeah. You still. Yep. Yep. Well, be able we to we can tell you fish. that
1: you know, the people that we've been talking to are catching bluegills on this jig with spikes and waxworms or plastics, you know, on Triboji on on West Lake Okaboji. From there you gotta do the work yourself. Oh definitely. I mean
0: you say, Whoa, whoa, sixteen to eighteen foot of water. In all reality that's a wide spectrum, oh, right there, because definitely. there's a there's a lot of 16, 18 foot water in a body of water. Yep. It's like so you gotta okay, it, I mean it gets you in the right area to where they're to be fishing and stuff like that. But you might get out there and be like, man, we're not catching anything. You know, oh, Scott and Matt, they don't know anything they're talking about. What do they give us all kinds of bad information? Well, you know what? Today you might actually have to move up to 13 foot of water, or you might have to move out to 20 foot of water. Yep.
1: Yep. It does. Sometimes I worry about a lake like Lake Bahoya you know, especially with the size class of fish that's that's over there, that you know, if if you happen to get thirty, forty guys that go over to a lake like that, and they really do get on them, and they all keep a limit, that's that is a big chunk of a population on a lake like that. I did talk to Greg Harson, the DNR officer here in Lyon County. And I asked him what what he thought, and he said, "Scott, you'll never be able to outfish or or overfish that lake." I know he's got more knowledge than I do, so I, you know,
0: yeah, I uh, think that I think that us as fishermen sometimes just, I mean, we get we get worried about that stuff and nervous. Then all of a sudden, like the next year, they're not we're not catching as big a fish, and all of a sudden, it's just like we they, they overfished they them last year. They overfished year. it, yep. And it, I mean, there is some. There are some th- things like that to be worried about and everything. But, yeah, it's going to take a lot, and I don't know. Sometimes it's not social media people that are the worst. It's the people that go every single day back over there, and they catch a limit every single day that they're over there because, you know, no possession limit on things sometimes. And Yep. You know, every day. And But then they're the ones that get mad at people for, you know, getting online. I saw a video today. I was watching one, and there were some guys – that were shooting a YouTube video somewhere, and it was early ice because they weren't on very, about three inches of ice, and they're out there, and they got their GoPros mounted to them, and they have a tripod, and they're like doing a little thing for their YouTube channel, and you can he- hear old guys or not old guys, some guys in the back, like, are you gonna put that bleeping stuff on YouTube? Have the whole country out here, you know this, you know this is our secret, you know this, you know, you're gonna make the fi- fish get. You know, the spot get out fished and all this stuff. And it's kind of interesting. And, you know, those guys were kind of like, oh, geez, you know, they were kind of nervous. But they're like, you oh, know, we're going to keep filming it. It's like nothing they can do about it. Right. But it's just like by the time they put it on YouTube, I mean, like I said, this was looking like early ice. So, you know, probably three, four weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Well, most people aren't going to venture out there onto early no. ice. You know, there's there's a lot of people that need six inches before they feel comfortable going out there. That That's one two like, like we said the next day you could go out there to the exact same spot with the exact same bait and and it just doesn't doesn't work out the way you think it's going to i
0: yeah i think people's biggest gripe about that isn't sometimes just about the fishing it's just
1: that they don't get their parking spot well, <laughs> now i know, gotta walk away in in today's world in today's world you know it seems like people are willing to complain about about anything you know yeah it could be something as simple as that
0: so yeah it's definitely changed but like you said you know it's also changed for the good i mean you can make a lot of connections with other fishermen i mean the network is huge on this stuff there's all kinds of information out there if you wouldn't a learn a technique you know somebody says yeah i know i'll say bass fishing oh yeah we you know we've been really doing good catching them on a drop shot for a lot of people it's like a drop shot what's a drop shot well all of a sudden you get on there and you're like hey you know i'm new to bass fishing looking at fishing the drop shot rig and 99 percent of the time the people on there are gonna be like oh you know this is how i tie it and stuff like that you're always gonna have the one percent that's always just like oh then why are you even fishing if you don't even know what that is well we all learn somewhere and it's nice to you know bounce off ideas and
1: questions to other people out there. When you you'll be amazed at what you can find on YouTube. Oh I'm, yeah! I mean, the the videos are endless on YouTube. If you want to know anything, if you want to know how to put something together, rig something up, YouTube is the place to go. You will find it. And
0: yeah, and then and then not only that, you know, you think about you were just talking about somebody. Going on the Facebook Marketplace and buying something.
1: Yep. yep I mean, look looks. at all the
0: equipment that's out there that you would have never know. I mean, nobody's going to put stuff in the newspaper for sale, and you're going to look for, you know, hey, I got this flasher for sale. Put it on, you know, Facebook or Craigslist or something like that, and pretty soon it's. I mean, you're able to sell stuff, you're able to buy stuff online,
1: and get better deals sometimes than yep. if you didn't want to go out there and buy it brand new. Yep, that's that's exactly right. I, yeah, I I think social media is a great tool. I think generally most of the people are helpful i did actually i wrote an article about this and i posted it on themidwestangler.com the brand new brand new midwest the midwestangler.com uh i wrote an article about this go and check it out if you if you get a chance and yeah it such is based on exactly what we're talking about here. Yeah,
0: exactly, we can't give the whole article away here. We got we gotta get you some traffic to that website.
1: Yeah, I, I can read it. I'm not that good a reader. I'm not no, that no, good a reader. We'll get up here and <laughs>
0: it feel back. Feel like you're back in school in speech class. Yeah, the, 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 da, da, dog. Da, 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 I, I, um, um, uh, I struggle. I uh,
1: struggle enough with this podcast deal. I'm not gonna read an article on here. <laughs> <laughs> Deep thoughts with yep. Scott Sturman. Yep, exactly. But, but yeah,
0: you know. Looking towards this weekend, looks like it's going to be kind of a cold one. Yeah. On Saturday, Sunday, I didn't think it looked, was supposed to be
1: too terribly bad. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to Sunday. Get some snow maybe Friday night. That's so. right. We uh we've got basketball tournaments again this week on yeah. Saturday, so I definitely won't be fishing on Saturday. Maybe Sunday if the weather's looking good. Maybe we'll sneak out and go somewhere.
0: Yeah. We're getting geared up. You got our
1: cabin booked for out in the Black Hills here in a couple weekends. Yeah. Yeah looking into the future yeah 2019 matt what are some of your goals for 2019
0: goals for 2019 you know i i could go with the easy one and be like oh i want to fish more <clears throat> i really want to get better at multiple techniques for walleye that's something i'm really trying to focus on this spring into the summer and stuff like that i i'm trying to make myself a better overall waller walleye fisherman you know figure out different techniques you know, I have planter boards. I've had them for a couple of years now. I don't think I've used them yet. And there's some guys that's all they do is pull planter boards. Yep. You know, I'm never. I'm not going to put the jig rod down. I'm always going to be throwing a jig in a plastic for walleyes. But um, yeah, I kind of want to get a little bit over overall better at walleye fishing. Start doing you know some more lead core pulling and stuff like that. So, I mean, if I want to get in, try some tournaments sometime. I yep. So that's kind of like that's one of my big goals for this summer, and then also you know, target some other species. Yep. We didn't get on a musky trip last year. I'd like to get up, do you know, do another musky trip
1: someday. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what mine are. How about yours? Yeah, I, that that last one is definitely mine. I I want to catch species of fish that I've never caught before. Like you said, musky is definitely something you know there's just something special about musky fishing i'm i'm on a lot of musky facebook pages i see those fish and you know it's just like oh i want that so bad <laughs> i i don't even care if it's small i just i want to catch a musky and i'd i'd like to catch a trout hopefully yeah, here hopefully, next, next weekend definitely. we'll we'll get that accomplished going out to the black hills uh me matt my brother Eric and Dusty Ramsey are heading out there. Got the cabin book today. Hopefully, you know, even even a rainbow trout, I'm not picky on a trout, but I just wanna yeah, I wanna catch species that I haven't I wanna fish in spots that I haven't fished before. I'd I'd really like to take take a trip up to northern Minnesota. Yeah, you know, see see places I haven't seen before. That's that's probably my goal for twenty nineteen is catch catch fish i haven't ever caught before and fish in spots i've never fished before yeah
0: kind of we always got to challenge ourselves to push out of our comfort zone and go out and try different things
1: yeah last year you know when those guys invited me to ponset i was dead set oh i can't go to ponset you know i don't know how to fish ponset i'm a bluegill jigger i i don't have a spot up there in ponset going after walleyes and perch and we did great now that's all I always think about, you know, going back up to there to Pontic, there. catching more, catching more jumbos. That, that's what I want to do. And yeah, before that, I, I would have never thought that I would have enjoyed that trip as much as what I did. And I've been up there multiple times since. I I want to go back up again. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's,
0: it's that time of the year where you start looking, you know, what the outlook of the year is going to look like. I definitely want to do more fall fishing too yep you know i always get busy school starts back up and football and everything like that and then some of the hunting seasons open up and i always kind of forget about fall fishing and i definitely want to do more of that this year as well
1: yep no otherwise yeah i think that's about it
0: yeah nothing much to cover um make sure that you're checking us out on all the social media now you know instagram facebook now the midwest angler
1: website um yep. the midwestangler.com we've got some pictures on there. Uh, I'm 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 hopefully going to get into writing maybe one article a week. Uh, Matt, I don't know if, if that's yeah. something that you want to f- dabble into, but Getting we'll be homework post- already. Holy bucket, Steve. Yeah, exactly. Get homework. I what was if my the, dog eats it. I was on the computer writing that, and Aubrey came downstairs and she says, Are you writing an essay? <laughs> yeah, something kind of like that.
0: <laughs> oh, Mr. Snyder must have her writing essays yeah. right now. So. Oh, Mr. Snyder. Yeah. You have to, you better watch out. He'll bring you in there and have you write stuff for his class. You'll be writing his lesson plans pretty soon.
1: I'll do that. I'll do that. We'll be teaching fishing.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Check out all of our, you know, where are we all available? SoundCloud, in- iTunes. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, uh, YouTube, and then. Yeah, yep, YouTube. Hey, we like we said, the video last week, we got a lot of views and stuff like that. So, yeah, I appreciate think people-, people watching.
1: I think people liked it. And, yep, we're. Video on this one too, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that's a new thing that we'll get into and keep yeah, on going. Be a lot of fun. All righty.